Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A guy damages Buggio? Super Typhoon a guy held into Buggio at dawn on July 25th. By then power had been cut and in the darkness, residents heard the wind knocking down trees, upending houses of light materials and pounding rain. They were under signal number 3, not quite in the direct path of the typhoon as Isabella, Cagayan, Babuyan Islands and Batanas further north were. But it was destructive in Bugio without a doubt. Listening to the ANC noon news broadcast dateline two days later, I saw videos of fallen trees blocking roads, crews with chainsaws cutting them to clear the road, landslides, houses buried and no power in the city and its environs. Yet the spokesman of the Bugio City Hall Commission on Disaster Relief and Rehabilitation Management, a certain Louis Glenn Lardizable, claimed there was very little damage. The electric power cooperative which he eerily described as one of the top and most efficient in the country had restored power and all roads were clear, including the ones going up to Bugio. In other words, tourists keep coming. Hearing the above in juxtaposition with images of major damage and fallen trees, I became skeptical. More so when on the subject of an obviously large number of trees down, the spokesman said they were only on private property. They may have been but they certainly fell on public roads creating public obstruction. What was he smoking? This rose-colored vision made me suspicious and I started asking questions. I could hardly connect. All landlines are inoperative to this day. I cannot call my house, my friends or PLDT there. Lack of power is still a problem. Some lucky persons got it within six days on average. Others may be sooner but for the most part the city was in darkness. On July 26th Buggio was a ghost town with residents staying in except for badly needed errands. Yes, the electric cooperative crews were busy cutting the trees, trying to put power back and in general overwhelmed by the giant tasks at hand. I will not criticize or diminish their efforts, they put heart and soul into it. It's just that the damage was beyond their efforts to put things back in enough time. Yet their message to the public keeps claiming that electric service was fully restored yet certain villages near the central business district still have no power. Only buildings with generators like condominiums and hotels had power from their own sources at that point. In Bugio, no power means no water unless you have a water tank, and it can last only a while until the need to replenish. It also means no internet, no telephone lines. It paralyzes everything. One friend who does physical therapy said most of the patients when they came back to therapy requested more sessions from the hard work and stress they underwent to bring things back to normal in their homes and neighborhoods. Staff of dentists, banks, clinics including transport vehicles did not report for work as they had to attend to their immediate emergencies. A dental assistant in Aurora Hill had to deal with a landslide that affected her house. People who had out-of-town guests had to scurry all over the city to get things done to mitigate the effects of the typhoon on their services. One family's first foray out was to attend mass, get supplies where they could, navigate streets that were passable and other errands. They started with the 7 a.m. mass and returned home from foraging by 6 p.m. Meanwhile trees were still precariously looming over streets which could have fallen at any time. For days Buggio Country Club members who are Buggio residents went there to take showers because of the absence of water service in their homes. They came from Mines View, Camp 7, Buggio General Hospital Area, Dominican Hill, Gibraltar Road and other places in Buggio. Generators were at a premium and if found one could not find staff to run them. Others just had to grin and bear it. 
Those who could afford it checked into hotels as they had generators and water. In my neighborhood in Adagon four trees fell on power lines. After five days power was restored but the trees were still on the line so the neighborhood association cut them down to prevent short circuits and the calamity that could bring. Water supply was dependent on what rain water could be collected. On the matter of trees, City Hall finally said in this case people could cut down the dangerous, fallen and sick trees without permits. There have been complaints of red tape getting tree cutting permits for some time, particularly from villages which insist on being the permit givers, the contractors to cut the trees for a fee and in many cases, to keep the wood even if the trees were from private property. Shortly before the typhoon came, Mayor Magalong had given an order to the Parks Department to take care of pine trees in the city. They have been so abused as to be weakened and therefore vulnerable to wind, rain, earthquake and human intrusions. I would guess that is one reason for the inordinate number of fallen trees from this typhoon. Meanwhile the city is enveloped in dense fog, and the rain and wind are acting up again, probably from Falcon as reported by my sources who I can contact only by mobile phone. All in all, Bugio was badly hit, not all power has been restored, restaurants had to close, people stayed home repairing their houses and neighborhoods. Bugio environs like Tuba, Itagon, Sablon, and La Trinidad are still struggling for power and normalcy. Things will get back to normal but there has been a calamity from the typhoon and the truth must be accepted realistically. Rose-colored glasses will obscure it and therefore do not help in timely recovery efforts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.